Hi everyone, this is Kate. And this is Diane. And welcome to Artwise. So for today's episode, I wanted to talk about um, one of my favorite animation studios. Now everyone knows, if you listen to the podcast, that I'm like a big animation nerd. Um, and we've talked about, you know, we talked about stop motion last month, um, stop motion animation, and we haven't done much around 2D. So I wanted to go into like my favorite studio. Um, I've, been, I've been saving this one for a while, um, but our mutual friend Shy and I were talking about it like last weekend, um, uh, just about the studio. And I was like, what the heck? Let's do it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you're familiar, Kate. I, well, you, you've, you've told me a little bit about the movies that you've seen, but um, when I was young, my aunt lived in Beijing, and she would send us uh, these Ghibli DVDs, and I remember she sent us My Neighbor Totoro and Kiki's Delivery Service, and I love those movies so much. Um, I have, like, a huge emotional connection to My Neighbor Totoro and just the whole studio, um, so I'm excited to talk about it today. Originally, I did want to go into an animation field, um, as some of you may know, but I'm still a bit on the fence about that. Um, but this this studio, Studio Ghibli, has inspired me so much. So, Kate, what is your what is your history with Studio Ghibli look like? Which movies have you seen? Do you have any favorites? Um, I've seen Howl's Moving Castle, My Neighbor Totoro, and Kiki's Delivery Service, and I think that's it. I think I tried to watch spirited away but i don't think i finished it um gotcha but i not not a lot to be honest um i have a favorite um uh, movie that isn't studio ghibli it's uh i don't know what studio it is to be completely honest but i don't know have you ever seen the movie wolf children yeah yeah that movie's like the standard it's a gorgeous movie yeah it's amazing that's like that movie's like the standard for me but it's not studio ghibli it's i don't even know what it is but (laughs) it's like what got me yeah yeah, it's it's what got me into studio ghibli because it's kind of similar in the animation style like the 2d yeah animation style very anime yeah yeah it it's like really I don't know. It's just one of my favorites, and yeah, um, it kind of is what got me into the Studio Ghibli stuff because um, I watched it. I went over to my friend's house in like middle school for a sleepover, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Um, just kind of watching Wolf Children," and I really liked it. And I was asking her about it, and she was like, "Well, if you like that, then you should." Have you seen any of the Studio Ghibli movies? And I was like, "No." And so she showed, she sent me some and I started to watch them, but yeah, I haven't seen all of them. I don't have like, I'm not you, you know, I don't have that type, like, <laughs> like bond to like the, the movies like that. I'm sure you have other movies like that, that you just watched as a kid and you just, they're your like comfort yeah, movies. Yeah, you surf's know? up. <laughs> the only one yes surfs up up and into the slider verse which didn't come out when i was a child came out when i was probably like 18 or 19 but 
it's i would it, like it, to do an episode on that movie alone that movie is incredible dude we i should do that at some point i bought the art of book the art of into the spider birds oh, i bought it for my dad nope. for christmas last year and he loved mm-hmm. it he said it's the best art of book that he's ever like owned so i'm thinking That's of so buying cool. one for myself like they're really really cool like they're so awesome, awesome. yeah yeah <laughs> um that's so cool yeah we should definitely do an episode on that movie alone in the future i also want to do like a, a history of animation type move or type podcast Ooh, yeah um, that'd at be some point too that'd be good but yeah that'd be good for yeah. for you to do because mm-hmm. i love animation <laughs> but you're a lot more into it than i am <laughs> yeah you you talked a bit about like japanese because uh, Wolf Children is, like, anime style. And so is, yeah. I mean, Ghibli's pretty anime, too. But, like, I love generally just Japanese animation. I think they take the form more seriously over there. I feel like a lot of American animation just is, like, if it's for adults, it's kind of ugly looking, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I agree. Um, It's weird. I, I think a lot about, because I love anything animated, like we've talked about mm-hmm. like Bojack Horseman that's you know that's yes. here you know that's not Japanese mm-hmm. um but um I love cartoons I it's like pulling teeth getting me to watch something live action I just don't enjoy it at yeah. all which kind of I hate to say, tell people that because they're like what are, what are you a child and I'm like yeah <laughs> yes. uh-huh, kind of <laughs> but uh, I don't know like I forgot where I was going with that i just i just i really like um you know animated stuff and i kind of like when i because i i did you know everybody in middle school i think especially people who are interested in art watch a lot of you know anime um, yeah the anime phase yeah yeah (laughs) i had like a small one but it didn't really thank you didn't really like pan out to now i don't really watch anime all too much mm-hmm. i'll still watch it and appreciate it but it's not like yeah. my thing I'm not not talking down on it or anything it's just not for me no but yeah. um yeah i do notice that like in like japanese animation they take the plot like way more seriously than here yeah um and obviously the art style is different but i think they mm-hmm. a lot of um like anime style stuff too also like is animated in a way that's like simpler like they do it in a way that you know it can be dubbed and like still look yeah fine and like american cartoons are typically not like that and it, it's kind of like a shortcut but it still works if that makes sense but the stories yeah. are like they're for you know, like they they have adult themes and like they're for Absolutely, adults yeah. and like mm-hmm. it, here it's just kind of like oh like that's for kids, but I don't yeah. know. That's cartoons just, are a kids thing. Yeah, yeah. I hate when people say that, and I wish there were more mm-hmm. adult cartoons like like BoJack Horseman, like American adult cartoons. Yeah. I mean, like like BoJack and some of the other ones that aren't just like you know, haha, like Family Guy and you know, yeah. dumb dumb like stuff that's just like funny cartoon like haha mm-hmm. adult comedy stuff <laughs> like actual yeah. you know plot lines and like serious topics and i wish there was more of that 
That's kind of a tangent. I sorry, I'm like completely off. No, topic, it's okay. But yeah, it's all right. It's just a, like something I I've totally drawn. Agree. Yeah, between yeah Japanese and American cartoons. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I you have the the art book for Spider Verse. I have the art book for Bojack Horseman. I absolutely adore that show. I know you do too. Oh. I think that actually might be my favorite show ever. Um, I just love it so much, and the, I really like how it's animated. I like the style, and I like the art of it. Um, and the art book actually like goes in depth about all that kinds of stuff, so it's really interesting. I'm but, buying it. Yeah, I'm buying it. I didn't it's, even it's know it so existed. Good. I need that. Oh, it's yes. so good. <laughs> yeah, it has a lot of like cool art and visual development stuff in there too. Yeah, I but, love yeah, like so cool. every all the little Easter eggs in that show just make me laugh. Like it's like the funniest yes. part of the show. Like when uh like princess carolyn is like making catnip tea i was like i love it (laughs) i just love the little like animal related like in this universe like people are animals but like it's normal and no (laughs) one talks about that (laughs) i love it it's Mm -hmm. great (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) that show's excellent good show i'm so sad that it ended With Studio Ghibli, um, I am such a nerd. I own just about all the movies. I think after quarantine hit, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to buy them all. I will watch them on the regular. I will get my money's worth out of these. So I own, like, I think I have, like, 15 to 20 now of their films. Um, oh, wow. I didn't even yeah. know there was that many. <laughs> I know of, like, the yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah, the three that I mentioned that I've seen, and that's, like, it. So that's that's kind of cool. I didn't know that they had so many. I have a bunch of them, but yeah. Okay, so the name Ghibli actually comes from the Italian word for summer wind. A uh, little fun fact for you. Um, I don't know. It's, I think it's a beautiful name. I like the word Ghibli. I think it's cool. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so a little history of the studio. Um it's a Japanese animation studio based in Koganai in Tokyo. Um, it was founded in 1985 by Hayao Miyazaki and uh, Isao Takahata, um, as well as producer Toshio Suzuki. So those are like the three big guys. Um, and I know the, the name that is most associated with um, Ghibli is Hayao Miyazaki's name. Um, he's like the super creative, um, like fantasy making guy. He did all the, like, big movies for Ghibli, um, all the well-known ones. But I, I really like a lot of what of Takahata's work. Um, he has a lot more, like, down-to-earth, um, very underrated films in the Ghibli franchise that I absolutely adore. Um, so if you don't know who Takahata is, that's what he does in, in Ghibli. He's the, he does kind of a, he directs as well as uh, Miyazaki, so... Hmm. Um, they founded the studio after releasing Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Um, so I don't know if you've, you haven't seen it, but have you heard of that movie mm-hmm. before? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, they were with a different uh, different studio at the time, uh, Studio Toei. Toei also makes like Sailor Moon and a bunch of popular anime. Oh, cool. um, but with su- the success of Nausicaa, uh, they decided to like branch off and create their own studio. Um, I love Nausicaa. I'm a huge fan of that film. I think it was ahead of its time. Um, it was released in 1984 and it had a strong female protagonist. She's uh, portrayed as intelligent, as an intelligent leader. 
Um, she's never shown like provocatively. It's just like really good representation um, for, you know, 1984 uh, directed by Miyazaki as well as Takahata. So that was their like first film that they did um, kind of in a different studio, but they Ghibli was like in the mix as well. So. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like I've I've never heard of it. I don't a lot of Studio Ghibli films I've never heard of. So that's okay. It's, it's probably <laughs> that's probably on right. me, not on them. But it just it's, I'm just curious, <laughs> that's all good, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, Joe Hisaishi is the he did the score for this film. Um, Hisaishi also made the majority of scores for Ghibli films. Um, he has a lot of recognizable music. He did all the music in the films you'd watched. Um, so he's, he was my number one on Spotify wrapped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they released all of his music on Spotify this year and I just listened to it so much. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, oh, as I just mentioned, Joe Saishi's music is finally on Spotify. I have been waiting so long. They released it this year. Um, he has honestly made some of the most beautiful scores I've ever heard. I I love them so much. <laughs> so this film was distributed in the United States by Walt Disney Studios, but was unfortunate. It was unfortunately heavily edited, um, which is stupid. <laughs> just leave it as the people that made it intended it to be watched. Uh, they made a lot of cuts, cuts, which really made the creators kind of angry, which I totally understand. I mean, that's not a nice thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. So the first official Studio Ghibli film was released in 1986 and was uh, entitled Castle in the Sky. So that's another old one. Um, another amazing film. I love them all. <laughs> I'll probably say that about all of them, but it's fine. Um, it was directed and written by Miyazaki and produced by Takahata. Uh, the film wasn't really well-received. It did okay, but I don't think it was everything that the studio thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just kind of okay. Uh, the next couple of films to come out were My Neighbor Totoro and Grave of Fireflies. Um, the first directed and screenwritten by Miyazaki and the latter by Takahata. Uh, these were, funnily enough, released as a double feature, and if you know anything about these films, you will find that just as, ins- like, as insane as I did, um, honestly, Grave of Fireflies is the saddest movie I've ever seen. Um, it's about, like, uh, w- like bomb raids in the 1950s like, and 60s um, in Japan. Grave of Fireflies? Yeah, you know what? I have seen that. I don't remember if I finished it, but I remember what you were describing. Like, I remember seeing it at yes. some point and being it's like, so sad. I don't think I finished it because it upset me so much. <laughs> if I'm it's being like honest, the saddest film, dude, even yeah. my neighbor Totoro made me sad. I was like, I didn't, I don't think I finished that movie either. I don't think I finished any of the Studio Ghibli movies except for kiki's delivery service because that was the only one that wasn't like depressing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. there's always like a sad undertone to some of these films and then there's just grave of fireflies which is like the saddest movie i've ever seen in my life yeah i need to watch (laughs) it again i think hbo max has like a majority of those movies yeah it Um, has all of them except for grave of fireflies i think oh what which is on hulu 
Oh, okay. That's it's fine. It's on Hulu I've, if you have Hulu. Have, yeah. Hulu. First, that's it's so weird. <laughs> weird, yeah. Uh let, let me let me make sure it's on Hulu. But yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna watch that later. Um, because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like to watch things after we talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. I watched that movie for the first time this year. Um I didn't I didn't know it was a Studio Ghibli movie. I just saw it on Hulu and I was like, oh, this looks like Studio Ghibli. This is gonna be fun. And then I watched it and it was not fun. Yeah, I'm oh. pretty sure that that same friend who got me into Wolf Children sent sent it to me and was like, This movie's really good. And I was like, Oh, a fun, <laughs> lighthearted movie. And then I watched it. Well, actually, Wolf Children's sad too. They're all sad. I don't know why. That's kind of sad yeah (laughs) i like yeah i like totoro i think totoro is a little bit i mean it has some sad elements like the mom being in the hospital from tv and like that kind of stuff um but i think like the difference between miyazaki's films and takahata is miyazaki turns to fantasy for like for comfort and like the as the kids do in these films and takahata is just like realistic (laughs) yeah that's that's interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch. And I just that. I find it, I find it insane that it was released as a double feature. So like you go into the film, you go into the like movie theater, and you see both of these films in the span of a couple hours. Like that's just crazy. I can't I mean, even. I can't even imagine like watching those two films right next to each other. Totoro isn't that I sad know. though, but it's it's it is because the. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but there are sad elements to it. Like the the mom is sick and I don't remember. I don't, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember. I haven't seen these movies in such a long time. I don't remember Mm -hmm. exactly how that pans out, but I do remember like the mom being sick and, you know, Grave of Fireflies is just, it's sad (laughs) and it's, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do that one yeah. has stuck with me. It you you ripped it from my nostalgia memory of, of sad movies I watched in middle school that made me realize that the world is not fun, <laughs> not a fun place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, they're they're super sad. But uh moving on. <laughs> so, those are super sad movies. Uh, I think Totoro is a little bit less sad, but yeah, I agree with you. It's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even as a kid watching Totoro, it's like, oh, the mom's the mom's in the hospital and the girls it's just the girls and their dad and and they're moving to a new place and it's like, oh it's just a lot of like I don't know, very real situations that you don't really yeah. want to think about what kids having to go through because it's just mm-hmm. sad and stuff (laughs) so that's that's even though it's not it's like more lighthearted than you know the other movie it's still like oh geez yeah why do you gotta make it like that you know i I don't know in my opinion i guess yeah so anyways uh next comes kiki's delivery service released in 89 um only yesterday uh in 91 and porco rosso in 92 so Kiki was done by Miyazaki. Um, only yesterday was Takahata, and then Porco Rosso was Miyazaki again. Um, Kiki is also an excellent film. I think it really portrays like, you know, growing up 
and uh, independence of, of a young person, um, of a young woman. And I, I really like that movie. Just I love the aesthetic of it. I love I love witch stuff. So I think that's really cool too. Uh, so I love far. Ursula. She's an excellent character. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think of that movie? Okay, Kiki's Delivery Service is the only Studio Ghibli film that I have watched to completion very recently. <laughs> I watched it like around Halloween time while I was making mm-hmm. cookies and stuff and doing my Halloween decorating I had it on. Nice. And I love yeah. that movie. Um, it is kind of like, it's a bit shocking to me that, you know, they have, an, you know, your main protagonist as like such a young girl who just kind yeah. of like goes out on her own. I think that's a bit like crazy to me. But I mean, it makes mm-hmm. it makes sense with the story. It's just like really 13. 13 is so young, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. wow but she does fine like it's honestly like it's a very um what's the word like it's like enlightening to see you yeah. know a situation play out in probably if i'm being honest the best way possible i know like there are times <laughs> in in the film where you know it's like oh things are not going well but uh, honestly mm-hmm. i feel like she she like the the film like happened like in the best way possible it's like the least sad studio ghibli film that i've seen so that's good yeah <laughs> pretty positive mm-hmm. for the most part but yeah i really enjoy that movie it's one of my favorites yeah that one's yeah and the whimsy and the like it's like futuristic steampunk and i just yeah i adore that film so much i think it's so good <laughs> yeah yeah it um, is i love it yeah, and I think it's cool that you talked about like how young the protagonist is to go off on her own. And I think that's something that's an interesting thing about the film cuz yeah, not a lot of films are about like a young person going on their own, especially someone so young um yeah. and like getting a job and finding a place to live and you know going shopping for pots and pans like in the movie. But exactly. yeah, I think it's a really interesting idea and I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, because normally like when, you know, you leave home and go off on your own, you're like 18, early 20s even for some mm-hmm. people. But it's typically like I being like when I was 13, I didn't I couldn't like literally do anything for myself pretty much. So <laughs> it's just kind of I don't know. It's like a, a good um it's like a good movie for like a child to watch because like my neighbor Totoro and even like, you know, Grave of Fireflies and some of the other um, films, I just think like, I would never want, well, I don't know, depending on the age of the child, I guess, like, I don't think I would want a (laughs) child to watch those because they're just so upsetting. Like even like for an adult, it's upsetting um, but at the same mm-hmm. time, like, there is a point to where, like, you can't shelter kids past a certain point because obviously, you know, they're going to, like, learn things when they get older. I remember, like, when I, you know, first moved out of my parents' house, I was 18 and, you know, mm-hmm. I was working full time. And I remember, like, being presented with situations like, you know, having to go pick up my friends from the middle of nowhere at 2 a.m yeah. they had just gotten jumped and being like wow I didn't think these things really happened you know or you know like having friends like 
go through, you know, addiction, divorce, like all that stuff. It's just, it's weird when, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not exposed to it as a kid. And so in that sense, it's kind of good that these movies are, have like those elements to them because it's like, oh, these things can really happen. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of, it's, it's a bit like, I don't know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. you, you get what I'm trying to say, though. Like it, it, it's, yeah. It's just kind of rough. Like, yeah. And I know these these films, like, probably honestly aren't even meant for children, but just because it's animated, they have that draw. <laughs> but you you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love how he like he's able to find that fantasy in reality, and he has these scenes like going shopping for pots and pans, like. He, there's fantasy in his like reality and it just it makes sense in the world and I think Miyazaki is really good at that yeah it was really well done the way that he did it yeah only yesterday uh, was released in 91 um, that's honestly one of the most underrated movies of the Ghibli uh, Studio Ghibli um, that's a that's a Takahata one I I love that movie. Um, it goes, it's about a woman who's traveling like to the countryside to work at a farm um, for a, just vacation. Um, and then it, it kind of switches back and forth to her childhood um, and like things that happened in her childhood. It's just a really beautiful film. And it goes into, you know, some of these same themes of growing older Um what things have changed, what lessons have you learned, that kind of stuff. Um, Porco Rosso was released in 92. Uh, This is one of my top Ghibli films. Um, It's about a pig pilot who goes on adventures. Um, (laughs) Great film. (laughs) If you ever get the chance to watch it. (laughs) I'll have to go on HBO Max and watch some of these. I think they have a lot of them on there, but yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> if you ever, if you need any, I'll give you. I a bunch of them are on my YouTube. I will, I will give you my YouTube password, and you can watch whatever ones you want. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, so Pompoko is another film that's a Takahata film released in '94. Uh, Whisper, Whisper of the Heart in '95. Um, that's a classic one. Um, I hate glossing over some of these, but there are just a bunch of them. So, <laughs> they're all really good. Honestly, recommend all of them. Um. Let's see. I could I could honestly spend hours talking about these movies, but um, next is Princess Mononoke, which is uh, incredible. Released in ninety seven, um, it became the highest grossing film of its year. Um, wow. Now, a funny story about this movie: <laughs> when they sent the reels to be distributed by Disney, uh, Miyazaki was so fed up with how Disney like made cuts in their films and like edited it. Um, he sent a katana to Harvey Weinstein, the current head of uh, Miramar at the time, with a note that just said, no cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? So I think that's a great story. No, yeah, they didn't cut anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie is amazing. The animation is incredible. Um, if you watch a lot of Ghibli movies, one of Miyazaki's like main things that he goes to in a lot of his films is... Um, taking care of your environment, taking care of nature, um, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that was really, like, um, he has a lot of movies that tend to, like, revolve around similar values and lessons. 
Um, and yeah, definitely one of them is taking care of the earth. And that's what this movie is about. Um, and I think it's really kind of ahead of its time too, because I mean, environmental issues are pretty recent to us. Um, but yeah, he, he, that's one of his like big things is the environment. So I love that man. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Uh, this movie got a ton of awards. Um, Miyazaki's just the best. <laughs> um, now, after this particular release, Miyazaki actually retired, but he has kind of a track rec- record of retiring and then coming out of retirement because he just, I think he probably just retires and he's like, what now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like everybody who retires so yeah. does that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, it must be hard, especially doing something like making animated movies. Imagine retiring to, like, just do nothing. That sounds awful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a lot of hard work, but yeah. So he came, he came out of retirement um, because he, he probably just got restless and he's like, I'll just make more movies. (laughs) (laughs) So I think right now, wait, no, he's not retired now. He's still going. He's actually, he's coming back for like one, one more film quote. I don't think he's, I think he's going to be back for a while, but, um, his son Goro, who worked on some later Ghibli films, is working on the first 3D animated Ghibli film, which, uh, does not excite me that much, because the thing with Ghibli is, like, 2D, you know? Everything is 2D. I don't like that. Me neither. I, I might send you the trailer later in this podcast, just so you can, like, look at the style of it but it's just oh there's a trailer out for it already and everything wow Mm -hmm. man okay i'll send it to you later to like watch but yeah it's as much as it's interesting as much as i love is it is it 3d animated like how would you what what would you compare it to is it like cell shaded or is it like like maya veggie tales 3d type stuff well, I'll just send you the trailer now. Um, Interesting. Let me see. Just so you can watch it. So it's called um, Earwig and the Witch. Um, it was supposed to be released uh, this year, but I don't think that's happening anymore. It was supposed to be released in just like this month. Oh, um, yeah. Wow. But Oh. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of if the Adams Family animated movie had realistic <laughs> proportions, which yep. I mean, the Adams Family is like notorious for having like the worst character design. Not not so much <laughs> the uh, I know this is off topic, but like not not so much the the That's main okay. characters, but like. <laughs> the uh yeah like the, the third and like non just kind of their extra characters that are like classmates and things i haven't even yeah. seen it but i've seen like screen caps of like the movie and i'm like oh my god i thought that was a good idea but um <laughs> yeah it reminds me of it's it's just it's kind of basically got like a maya feel but it's yeah it's, weird. it's very very 3d <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely not uh my favorite um <laughs> yeah yeah and no. i like i from what i've seen of Goro miyazaki's work um 
I like some of what he does, but I don't think he has that same, like, spark that his dad has with fantasy. Um, and especially this being 3D, it kind of, I feel like it kind of takes away from the magic of, of the film. I've always, I've always loved 2D more than 3D, but. Same here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I definitely have my favorite um, animated films that are 3D, like, For of sure. course, Surf's Up yeah. and Injury <laughs> and mm-hmm. Cars, I love Cars, um, among others, but um, 2D animated anything, just, it has a whole different sort of, like, vibe to it, and I think it's because of, you know, the the amount of work that goes into 2D animated stuff. I know that it's changed over the years, how they mm. create it. Um, and I'm not, like, too well-versed on this, so, like, everyone take this with a grain of salt. I'm not saying anything bad about, like, either one, because I do like 3D animated stuff. But 2D animated mm. stuff, to me, just has, like, a whole different vibe because it just feels, like, so much, like, more, like, went into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when mm. when you're first like becoming an artist you don't just jump into to animation you always you know you start off most of the time from like my experience people start off just you know like just drawing before they become an animator and you know it it just kind of is like more closely related to 2d animation in that sense and I think that's why I prefer it but yeah I don't Mm -hmm. I don't really like how this looks. (laughs) Yeah, and especially, too, it's supposed to be the sequel for Howl's Moving Castle. What? But I don't think that makes sense in 3D. It doesn't make sense to me in 3D. Get out of here with that. No. I wish you never told me that. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I love Howl's Moving Castle. But anyways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that was a film that's supposed to come out this year. I don't think it's coming out this year anymore. Um, but that's good. Goro Miyazaki, Miyazaki's son, um, is working on that one currently. Um, so uh, in 99, Takahata released My Neighbors, the uh, Yamadas, which is a very different kind of film. Um, it's animated in more of like a cartoony style. It looks very different from, you know, the regular Ghibli style film. Um, I haven't actually seen this one. Um, I really need to. <laughs> but I've heard that it's really good. I've seen a bunch of clips from it. Um, and it, I think it functions a lot like a, like a Sunday cartoon with, like, lots of fun gags and that kind of thing. So if that's your sort of thing, go and check that out. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, in 2001, the masterpiece Spirited Away was released, directed and screenwritten by Miyazaki, um, who had come out of retirement. Yay! <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he was inspired to uh, come out of retirement by his friend's 10-year-old daughter, who the main character is actually based upon. Um to this day, it is still the highest grossing film in Japan, um, and the list of awards for this film is so long. Um, it most notably won the Academy Award um, for Best Animated Film, it won Critics' Choice, and an Annie, uh, which is like, you know, like the big animation award. Um, uh, it's oftentimes considered the best animated film of all time. I, I wouldn't go that far. I think it's excellent. I think it's so good but I, I wouldn't call it the best. I don't know. I can't even pick a best, but I think I, I think this one's really good. But um, Miyazaki actually ended up boycotting the Oscars where this film won the Academy Award um, due to the U.S.'s role in the Iraq War. He didn't <laughs> like that, so he just said, uh, he just said, I'm not coming. <laughs> oh my gosh, did it win? 
Yeah, yeah, one. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, yep. He was like, I know he he just he didn't show up because he he was like, I don't like what the U.S. is doing. In I don't the like what they're so okay. I just I'm not gonna yeah. go. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool guy Miyazaki. Yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, stand up for what you believe in. All that you know. Yeah. Although I don't, I'm not I quite just, sure so... what the Oscars have to do with the Iraq War, but you know, she, she oh yeah, me neither. <laughs> you just didn't want to. You just didn't want to come to America, which I totally, yeah, <laughs> totally I, understand. Yeah, under, understandable. <laughs> mm-hmm. True that. <laughs> um, I actually I watched this movie for the first time. Let's see. I think it was back in May. I have been saving this movie because it was like the last big Miyazaki movie that I hadn't seen. I mean, I was like, if I watch this, then I'm going to have seen all of them and then I'll be sad. But I watched this like in the throes of quarantine. And I I honestly was taken away to this beautiful like bathhouse in the in the movie. And it was like such a weird experience that I've had. Um, it was really different from watching any other movie for me. I don't really know why. I was just really, like, engrossed in this film. Um, it made me feel, like, super weird. <laughs> but um, no other movie has made me feel the way this movie has. So, wow. I good job, Spirited Away. I don't think I've seen it. Um, what, can you talk a little bit about the plot? I just want to know if I've seen yeah. it because I don't think I have. And if I have, I think I might have started it and not finished it. But now I think I might have been confusing it with um, Grave of Fireflies because that one I definitely did not finish. Uh, because it's sad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I don't want to give too much away because I think watching the movie um, just without knowing anything about it is the best way to see it. But mm. um, so this family is moving to a new town, and they they like find this kind of cave looking uh, like tunnel, um, and they just they're trying to like get to their new house, but I they got kind of lost on the way. Um, so they end up like walking through this tunnel. They're like, it's fine if we're late for unpacking at our new house. Like the movers will take care of it. Um, so they go into this tunnel and they come out on the other side and it's like an old um, like theme park, kind of mm-hmm. um, like an abandoned theme park. Um, and they just kind of uh, they start looking around for food because they they just want lunch um, and they happen upon the stand. Uh, and there's no one around. There's, like, this is an abandoned theme park. There's nobody here. Um, They happen upon the stand with, like, delicious food everywhere. Um, And the parents start eating it. Um, And the daughter's, daughter's like, I'm not eating this food. Like, this is weird. Let's get out of here. Like, (laughs) there's nobody around. Why are we eating this? Um, And the dad's like, we'll pay when the person gets back. Um, So they start eating this food. And then they, they turn into pigs um essentially oh my gosh so that freaks the daughter out and she like runs around um she happens upon uh this bathhouse and like it's it's transitioning to nighttime and um all of these like japanese spirits are coming out um and she's like freaked out because it's there's just a lot going on and there are spirits everywhere and then she finds this bathhouse and um she it, it goes on this whole adventure with like working at the bathhouse and trying to get her parents back um, and, you know, congregating with spirits and all of this stuff. So it's crazy good, but I, there's a lot happening yeah, in it. <laughs> I'll have to watch that because I, I definitely haven't seen that one. Um, so good. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. 
I love that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, that's usually everyone's favorite Ghibli film. Like, when you ask someone, what's your favorite Ghibli film? Yeah. It's usually Spirited Away. Yeah, everyone talks but... about Spirited Away to me, and they're like, how have you not seen it? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, like, I... I don't know. I just, it's just not something that I ever mm-hmm. got into. I mean, I've seen enough yeah. of them to like, like Howl's Moving Castle and Kiki's Livery Service are two of my favorites. I also really liked My Neighbor Totoro mm-hmm. um, at the time yeah. that I was watching them. But, you know, I watched them probably when I was maybe like 12 or 13 and, you know, never got back around mm-hmm. to it, I guess. So that's probably why. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anything, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to watch some more. Oh, I think they're I just, I'm in love with them. Definitely. I'm probably <laughs> going to do that tonight. Yeah, go for it. Um, so the next film that was released is, uh, it was in 2002. Uh, it was called The Cat Returns. And that was actually the sequel to um, Whisper of the Heart. Um, I haven't seen this one mostly because it, it wasn't really directed by Miyazaki or Takahata, uh, the main guys. Um, so I, I honestly don't care. <laughs> um, sorry if that's blunt, but... <laughs> no, I totally get that, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, again, uh, in 2004, Howl's Moving Castle, directed and screenwritten by Miyazaki, uh, was released. So, yeah. What did you think of that movie, Kate? It freaked me out, but I really liked it. <laughs> I remember when I was in middle school, like, no, I downloaded it onto my laptop and, like, it would be cool to like have because I I remember when I was younger I was always like you know like long car rides it would be good to have some movies on my laptop and that was the mm-hmm. only one I ever downloaded and it just made my laptop really slow <laughs> so I deleted it but oh, no. <laughs> yeah I liked it that much I remember I think it was one of my favorites and I'm not really sure why but it's definitely freaky for sure to say the least oh yeah um, yeah it's super weird <laughs> I enjoy that, though. I appreciate that in a movie. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie is super weird. If you just kind of, like, if you go into this movie, like, knowing nothing about it, it's just, yeah, it's super weird. There's a lot of weird mechanics in this universe. Um, there's a lot happening. Um, so this movie is actually based on a book, um, which I, I keep meaning to read, but I will at some point. <laughs> um yeah, this movie is super weird, super good. It's one of the like few Ghibli movies that's kind of based around romance. A lot of the other movies, it's just like main character is a girl. She goes on an adventure. She's strong, and that's it. that's it. <laughs> but this yeah. one, yeah, this one has a little bit of romance going for it. Um, I love Sophie. I love the main character. Um, I think she's like an excellent character. Um, I don't know, there's a lot happening in this movie, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I definitely enjoyed it when I saw it. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay, in 2006, Tales of Earthsea was written and directed by Goro Miyazaki, the first film um, by Miyazaki's son. Um, he wasn't really that impressed with it, Miyazaki. I think, I don't know, I think he was hoping it... I don't know. <laughs> Miyazaki and Goro have an interesting relationship as father and son. Um, I think that'd be hard to be the son of like one of the best animators of all time. Living up to that has got to be difficult. I get the vibe that the kid is like trying to do all this like new stuff, and the dad is like, mm-hmm. "Why would you do that? It's fine the way it yeah, is." Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, yeah. And the kid is like, we can make it better though. And he's like, no, people like it because we're doing it this way and we should keep doing it mm -hmm. this way. And you're dumb. Stop. That's the vibe that I'm getting. I also get that vibe. Yeah. I, I think you might be right about that. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. Um, I, a lot of the movies I like to watch are the Miyazaki and Takahata ones. I should probably watch it, but I'm, I'm sure I will at some point. Um, this one is also about romance. Um, I think Goro goes for the romance a little bit more than uh, his father did. But I don't know. Um, in 2008, Ponyo, super cute movie, uh, inspired by The Little Mermaid Ponyo. with a twist, um, was released. So cute. I love that movie. I did not <laughs> know that Ponyo was a Studio Ghibli movie. What? Yeah, dude. Dude, wasn't Have you seen that one? Well, no, but <laughs> but I didn't know that. I, I just know wasn't it voiced by like Noah Cyrus and yep. the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> like the little one. Uh -huh. I don't know. I don't remember his name. But they like the yeah that movie's English dub. Yeah, that movie's English dub is stacked with celebrities. Yeah, that's that, crazy. That's the main thing I remember about it is when it came oh. out. All my friends and like my cousins were like. Well, we have to see it because all of, you know, these kids' younger siblings are voices in it. And I was, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, I love that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that one's so cute. Uh, it's based on, it's for like a younger audience, but I still really enjoy it. I think the animation is gorgeous. Um, great story, great characters. Like one of the few Ghibli movies with a male main character. Um, oh, yeah. Super cool. I didn't think about that, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, in 2010, uh, The Secret World of Arietti was released. Um, that's the one about, like, a little... She's, like, a teeny girl. She, she like, frolics among the flowers, you know, like, regular Ghibli stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in 2011, From Up on Poppy Hill was released. Um, one thing I will say about this movie, fantastic score. Um, it's, like, it's historical fiction, um so good this one was directed um and screenwritten by goro miyazaki so there's that <laughs> um in 2013 the wind rises currently the final film created by miyazaki um was released um and that was like his his like passionate blowout film um it goes into like everything he likes planes the environment love all of that good stuff um, so if that sounds like you, go ahead and watch that movie. <laughs> the Tale of Princess uh, Kaguya was released that same year. Uh, currently the final film created by Takahata. Uh, this, that film is actually super gorgeous. The animation style is a little bit different from the rest of the Ghibli catalog. But um, amazing story, gorgeous animation. Um, when Marnie Was There was released in 2014. Um, and that is the most recent film released by Studio Ghibli. Uh, screen written and directed by Goro Miyazaki um and yeah so I guess next is Earwig and the Witch the movie that I I honestly don't know if it's still happening we haven't heard anything about it recently um so yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah mm -hmm. interesting yeah so Miyazaki retired in 2014, but he came out of retirement in 2017 to work on another Ghibli film. So there is another one in the works right now um, that Miyazaki is working on, which is kind of crazy. I feel like I thought he was done for good, but I guess not. 
Well, he probably got bored and was like, what am I doing? I'm not. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Whenever I'm not working, I'm like, what am I doing? I Even like <laughs> full time, like at an office job. And I still like mm-hmm. in my free time, I'll be sitting there on my phone. And I'm like, this isn't productive. What am I doing? I'm not having fun. <laughs> I'm not. I, mm-hmm. And I have to like make things. I just have to. It's just like. I, to feel like I'm living a fulfilled life and like to be happy, yeah. I just have to make things. So I totally get like I, yeah. doing that your whole life and having so much fun with it and then being like, I need a break. I'm going to retire. And then for three <laughs> years just sitting there like, this was a mistake. I want to do this until I yeah. die. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, so. I think, yeah, I think you got it. Yeah, he's kind of a workaholic. And he loves what he does so much. I think retiring is probably really hard for him. So I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm not the only one who was inspired by Ghibli work. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, creator of Super Mario and Legend of Zelda and a bunch of other like Nintendo works, um, has mentioned being incredibly inspired and influenced by Ghibli. Uh, they've also inspired Hironobu uh, when he created Final Fantasy. So like, Ghibli films inspired a lot of creators, I think. Um, they also inspired, like, like uh, Legend of Korra, Avatar, The Last Airbender, um, the creators of those shows. I, f- I feel like I see Ghibli everywhere I look nowadays, too, just in animation. I think they really created, like, a, a wonderful um, catalog of stories that inspire a lot of people. Yeah, they're definitely interesting, to say the least. They're things that I never mm-hmm. would have thought of um so that's pretty cool but, yeah yeah um yeah all are traditional hand-drawn 24 frames per second um except for this most recent one that's coming out 3d i guess blah blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um miyazaki miyazaki actually boards everything uh, even before coming up with a specified story so that's how he works i think it's a really interesting way to work uh he only works with boards and composition in the beginning um, so he, he works more based off of images, which I think is super interesting. Um, I love uh, Ghibli's world building. They're masters of detail. Um, how the characters interact with their environment is beautiful. Uh, they're excellent at building like super concrete worlds, even with all the fantasy elements. Um, and in the words of Miyazaki, quote, the animator must fabricate a lie that seems so real. Viewers will think the world depicted might possibly exist. That's one of my favorite quotes from him. But yeah. That's cute. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I hope anyone listening has been inspired to watch more of these films. Um, talking about them, it just isn't really enough. Like, just seeing them is so magical. I love them so much. <laughs> yeah, they are really good films. I will give them that <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, there's also there's also a Ghibli museum in Japan that I would love to go see. I've seen a ton of pictures of it, but it looks so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, um, I guess that wraps it up. Um, yeah. If uh, <laughs> if you guys would um, like to, if you feel inclined, uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts. We also have an Instagram at Artwise Podcast where we post episode announcements and behind the scenes type stuff and you can also send us messages on there um if you want to be a guest or anything like that um that's the place to do it um but yeah thanks everyone so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next monday thank you thanks bye thanks for listening (laughs) bye